Now, before we can define matrix multiplication, we need to define something called vector multiplication. Do you remember row vectors and column vectors from the last section? Well, they're going to come back right now. Let's talk about the Baruch Club fundraiser again. And this time, instead of just selling CDs, we're also going to sell T-shirts and TI-89 calculators that you got a good deal on from um, Texas Instruments. Now, we need to set prices for all of these. So I'm going to organize it in a nice, neat way, being a mathematician. So let's keep that same price for CDs at $15 a CD. And let's charge $10 per T-shirt that has, of course, the Brew Club logo on it. And then the TI-89 is going to be, let me think, $100 to make it easy. And that's my price row vector. And now let's suppose someone in the club, say Alex, you can decide if that's a man or a woman. Alex is going to sell a certain number of each when she goes out and does her fundraising. Now, since it's a different kind of information, namely prices could be thought of as dollar amounts, let's organize it in a different way so it's not also in a row. This is actually going to serve us better a little later on. So I'm going to organize Alex's sales in a column vector. And let's suppose that she sells eight CDs, 10 t-shirts, and three TI-89s. Suppose we want to find out what Alex's total revenue was for her part of the fundraiser. If she were just selling CDs, suppose she sold these eight CDs for $15 each, then we could get her revenue by taking the $15 per CD times the eight CDs. Similarly, if we have a row vector and a column vector, we can still find Alex's revenue the same way. So I could say, R for revenue equals price times Alex's sales. But now, price and sales are row and column vectors, respectively. So I would like to be able to think about, and I'm not going to put the commas this time. They really don't need to be there. I would like to figure out a way to multiply the price times the number of sales. If we just think intuitively, the amount of money revenue that Alex is going to bring in is just found by taking the price per each item times the number of items that she sells. So that means 15 times 8 again. But then that's not all of her revenue. She also had revenue from t-shirts and revenue from TI-89s. So we would like to get the total revenue. So it actually makes sense intuitively on this problem to take the $15 per CD times the eight CDs plus the $10 per t-shirt times the 10 t-shirts plus the $100 per calculator times the three calculators. So we have to add these up to get her total revenue. And 8 times 5, 40, 8 is 120, plus 
100 plus 300. And so her total revenue is 220 plus 300 or 520. And the units are dollars like they should be. And if you think about it, dollars per CD times 8 CDs You do not have to do the unit analysis to, to do the problem correctly, but you can see that the per CD and the CD cancels the same way dollars per t-shirt times the number of t-shirts. The t-shirts are going to cancel and we get dollars again. And dollars per calculator times the number of calculators. The calculators cancel and we get dollars again. So the units work out as well when we organize our price column, uh, sorry, price row vector and our sales column vector in this way. So it makes sense to, d- to define vector multiplication in this way. So that's how we are going to multiply a row times a column. And when you do that, you're going to multiply the corresponding entries first and first, second in the row, second in the column, third in the row, third in the column. The corresponding entries this time follow a slightly different pattern than they did with matrix addition. And then when we put them all together, that'll be our result. So it's kind of strange, but when you take a 1 by 3 row and you multiply it by a 3 by 1 column, you end up with one entry. Remember that? one-by-one matrix is just one number? Well, if we had a one-by-three times a three-by-one, we ended up with a one-by-one. And that's the way multiplication, not only with with, um, vectors, but also with matrices, that's the way it's going to work. The inner numbers need to match, and the outer numbers are going to give you the dimension of the result. And we're going to do a lot more examples, so you'll see that firsthand. So let's try a pause in practice. Boris sold five CDs, 16 t-shirts, and one TI-89. So let's see what Boris's total revenue was following the same procedure that I just used for Alex. And then we'll come back and see the solution. Now to find Boris's revenue, did you take the price times Boris's sales? Same price for all the items, unless people are fixing them on the side. Boris is 5, 16, and 1. And remember, these are dollars per item. So when you multiply by each item, the only thing that's going to be left is dollars. So Boris's revenue, if you'd like, you could say R sub B for revenue Boris, 15 times 5, $75. Plus 
That's the part that's going to be confusing when you multiply a row times a column, putting that plus in between. So remember, when you're doing a fundraiser, you're taking the total revenue from each item and then adding them all together to get the total total revenue. So the revenue from the CDs, 15 times 5 is 75, plus 10 times 16 is 160, plus 100 times 1 is very exciting, it's 100. So for Boris's total revenue, I get 260 plus 75, which is $335.